Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The Sixth Circuit Court strikes down Biden's vax mandate for private companies. 26 states may ban or limit abortions if the Supreme Court allows. And Congress drops women from the military draft. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. Yet another appeals court has now struck down President Biden's vaccine mandates for private companies. The Epic Times reports the US Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit heard a consolidated case from multiple circuits and acting almost like the Supreme Court for all the other circuits, now the Sixth Circuit, denied President Biden's motion to transfer a lawsuit concerning the Occupational Safety and Health Administration's COVID vaccine or testing requirement to a different court. They also rejected a White House bid to dissolve a stay on the mandate, which had been issued by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. So now that stay remains in place, Biden cannot enforce and therefore it's delivered a blow to the Biden administration's efforts to press ahead with mandating that private companies with 100 employees or more must force their employees to get vaccinated or fire them. In a December 3rd ruling, the Sixth Circuit denied the government's motion to transfer a case from the Fifth Circuit and the DC Circuit. And they also rejected as moot the Biden administration's attempt to overturn a temporary injunction. So now that injunction remains in place and could become permanent. OSHA, the law concerning occupational safety and health and hazards, and that agency, the agency enforced with public safety in your place of employment, had issued a emergency temporary standard order on November 5th that would have required private employers with more than 100 or more employees to impose a mandatory vaccinate or test policy. Under that rule, which OSHA tried to do but failed, unvaccinated workers also would have had to wear masks inside their workplace, with violators facing potential penalties of thousands of dollars per employee, penalized to the company, or even tens of thousands of dollars per incident. When that OSHA rule was first published, it triggered a torrent of lawsuits from not just private companies, but Republican red states sued the Biden administration, also individuals and businesses, everybody's suing to stop that. And finally, the judge granted relief. Initially, relief was granted by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, who on November 12th granted a motion to stay that order. And they declared that OSHA, quote, the agency that is, take no steps to implement or enforce it until further court order, end quote. So after the Fifth Circuit had ordered that, then OSHA, the agency, 
announced that it was suspending implementation pending further litigation. Well then, several other legal challenges to the OSHA rule were all rolled together from all across the nation into one common court, not the Fifth Circuit, but that was rolled into the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. By the way, 11 of 16 judges on that circuit are Republican appointees. Aren't you glad that President Trump got most of his judges through? And that was selected by lottery to hear the consolidated lawsuits. The Biden administration then filed a motion on December, sorry, on uh, November 23rd to lift the Fifth Circuit stay on the mandate and get it moved to a different court that might be more favorable. But no, the Sixth Circuit denied both of Biden's requests on December 3rd. And that's the news. Our thanks to the Epoch Times for that report. These things are bubbling up through the courts and I'm glad they consolidated it all, otherwise you'd have a mess. You'd have like, you know, 11 different circuits all giving conflicting uh, rulings. Now the Sixth Circuit, which I think governs the, the central part of the United States, is hearing all of these cases, almost acting like a mini Supreme Court before it eventually, of course, Biden has vowed to appeal all the way to the Supreme Court to make private companies fire you unless you get the vaccine. Now, you may be for or against the vaccine, I have no opinion. Medically, I'm, I'm not a medical doctor, but when it comes to the constitution and religious liberty, people have rights and Christian companies have rights and employees should not be fired or, or terminated because of their religious views. The Bible says this in Revelation 13, this is not reminiscent, but prescient, right? It's, it's predicting what is coming in the future. There's coming a day, and I'm not saying this is that yet, but there's coming a day when the, the Antichrist himself will cause all people, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, so that no one can buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Do you think one day in the distant future when the, when the Antichrist rises to power and forces you to take the mark, that your little medical information is gonna be implanted on that chip they put on your hand? Somebody here has gotta say no and we gotta do it now, let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray for religious freedom in the American system of government that the constitution would prevail and that the courts would continue to protect our liberty as individuals to be allowed to buy and sell, to work or not work, regardless of government overbearing mandates, especially if they threaten our religion. God, we pray for liberty in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break, when we come back, 26 states may ban or limit abortion if the Supreme Court rules the right way in Mississippi. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you, can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS 
and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts a lot of those proceeds are coming right back i'm going to put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show 15 years ago i invented my pillow it took me two years to develop because i wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream Sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow Mattress Topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Life News, who reports, 26 states across the United States, more than half of the 50 states, may implement rules banning or limiting most abortions if the Supreme Court allows that in the one case they heard about Mississippi. Life News says that more than half the country would protect unborn babies, or at least some of them, not dating all the way to conception, but but limiting late-term abortions, by banning all or even most abortions in some states if Roe versus Wade is partly overturned. A new analysis of state tendencies on abortion has predicted these 26 states are going to save babies. That estimate comes from the Guttmacher Institute, a pro-abortion research group. This is not a pro-life source I'm quoting, but a pro-abortion group says according to their analysis, 26 states are certain or likely to ban abortion if the United States Supreme Court gets rid of Roe. The high court is now considering doing just that. Last week, the justices heard a major abortion case. It's called Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health in Mississippi. It directly challenges Roe. Lawyers for the government, the state of Mississippi, urged the court to overturn Roe versus Wade, the 1973 abortion ruling that allows states to protect unborn babies from abortion. The new Mississippi law would protect babies after 15 weeks of gestation, not all babies, but some. And the Supreme Court's ruling has probably already been decided, but will not be announced until the spring or summer of 2022. In the meantime, experts are making bold predictions about the, what's, what the Supreme Court might do and how states would respond if Roe is eventually overturned. While nobody knows what the court's gonna do, the Guttmacher Institute, this pro-abortion group, points out the following, quote, by even accepting the case, the Mississippi case, the court has signaled that 
it is willing to revisit the legality of abortion, end quote. Many states have already taken action to protect unborn babies from abortion in anticipation of the day when Roe will be overturned. The Guttmarker analysis identified 21 states that already have laws or constitutional amendments on the books that would ban most abortions once power does return to the states. I'm gonna read you the names of the 21 states with laws already on the books against abortion. Those are Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. You know, a lot of those red states who voted for Trump have laws on the books banning most abortions. But they're not being enacted right now because Roe is still in place. In fact, some of these states still have pre-Roe laws that prohibited abortion back in the 60s. And others have trigger laws that will immediately become law after the Supreme Court rules against the killing of unborn children in abortion. Several other states, in fact, in fact we're gonna name five extra states here, have pro-life laws in place, including things like heartbeat laws and other legislation that would limit or ban abortions after a certain trigger takes place, where if the court rules this, then the, the state law would become enacted. And those five states are waiting for a trigger. Those are Florida, Indiana, Montana, Nebraska, and Wyoming. They've already passed pro-life laws and they have not yet been implemented, but would be if the Supreme Court allows. They would likely take action, quote, as soon as possible, those extra five states adding up to 26 total, to protect unborn babies by passing abortion bans. This according to the analysis of a pro-abortion group, the Guttmacher Institute. Our thanks to Life News for this report and analysis and the names of the states and everything. This is just amazing. Uh, there was a day in America when, in fact, to my chagrin, right, I'm in Colorado, uh, our state was the first, I think back in 1968, to legalize abortion by statute. And it was shocking at the time. Uh, and since then we've had constitutional amendments to limit the taxpayer funding of abortion in Colorado. But sadly, uh, 1973, that's when it became nationalized according to this decree. In 1992 in Casey versus Planned Parenthood, the Supreme Court made another mistake but now they could be getting ready to reverse this. We need to be prayerful and we're gonna speak and prophesy for the protection of unborn babies according to Isaiah 54. We speak to those unborn babies right now and we proclaim over you that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you children shall condemn this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me, thus saith the Lord. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we proclaim your prophecy from Isaiah 54 over the lives of these unborn children who will be saved in Jesus' name when Roe is overturned in Jesus' name and we proclaim this calling forth those things by faith, not even having 
the evidence yet, but believing anyway. Father, we believe for the overturning of Roe and the protection of all unborn children. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Congress was gonna draft women in the military, but now they're not. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Did you know religious freedom is under fire in our military today? Our troops do not have protection. For example, military chapels are now being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies on bases in all 50 states. Our troops are now also face punishment if they dare to object to sharing common sleeping quarters or common shower facilities, or if chaplains dare to quote the Bible during private counseling that declares that homosexuality is a sin. Nobody in our military should be forced to violate their Christian conscience, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Let's defend religious freedom for our troops. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top, and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story comes from LifeSite News, who reports, Congress had been considering for the last two years, seriously, uh, the Democrats were trying to force women to undergo a military draft in the future. Well, now that provision has been dropped from the latest version of the NDAA, according to LifeSite News, Language to make female Americans eligible for the military draft has reportedly been scrapped from the annual National Defense Authorization Act. This represents a rare victory for conservatives even during Nancy Pelosi's reign in Congress and the measure of pushback against the Biden administration's efforts to further infuse the US Armed Forces with gender politics. Leaders of the House and Senate Armed Services Committee left the provision out of the final version of the bill. According to people with knowledge of the negotiations and also Politico reported those developments. 
which have now been called stunning in light of the idea's prior support in both the House and Senate, both of which are now controlled by Democrats. They were going to force women into the military draft, but now they're not. Some speculate that provision was sacrificed in order to secure Republican support for other provisions deemed higher priority, such as changes to how the military prosecutes crimes within its ranks. One Republican Senator, Josh Hawley of Missouri said the following quote, it appears the NDAA will no longer require women to register for the military draft. I certainly hope that is the case. If it is not, then I will keep fighting for a vote on the Senate floor to strip this wrong and misguided provision out of the final bill, end quote. Another heroic Republican uh, woman, uh, Representative Vicki Hartzler of Missouri, I recently shook her hand, we met and uh, she is a champion for real women's rights, even in the military. She said the following, quote, the female draft is an attempt at imposing a woke ideology on our troops, rather than meeting the current needs of our military. Women are not chess pieces in some political game. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, and already valuable members of our all volunteer force. I applaud this removal of the unnecessary provision and am grateful to see reasonable minds come together to join me in resisting this effort, end quote. And that's the news, or thanks to LifeSite News for that report. I think Congressman Vicki Hartzler is running for United States Senate in Missouri and uh, we are prayerful for, you know, not just an end to any kind of draft, right? We oppose the having to do it and it's reluctant that our country would ever be forced into a position where we had to draft people. The voluntary system where people are paid to serve their country and they can sign up for college bonuses and things, that has more than sufficiently met the needs of our national defense for the last 40 years, really. Since Vietnam, we have not drafted anybody and you look how Vietnam was opposed by our own population because of things like involuntary service in the military. But the idea that they would come to your house and knock on your door and take away your teenage daughter, that is shocking. And, and the Democrats were actually arguing to do this. Joe Biden was trying to force drafting your teenage daughter. As Soon as she turns 18, she's got to register for selective service. Men already have to do that. I already, I, I registered when I was 18 and then I served 20 years in the military. I am pro-military. I think everyone and every woman who wants to volunteer to serve her country ought to be authorized to do that. But I think even the Bible is against the idea of, of involuntary service, especially by women, sending women against their will to fight for a man's war is, is an act of cowardice on the part of us men who hide behind the women we're sending out. I'm not gonna do that. And the Bible sort of implies that's wrong when it says in Deuteronomy 22, a woman shall not wear anything that pertains to a man, nor shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all who do so are an abomination to the Lord your God. There are some theologians who read this as a, as a sort of a, an Old Testament ban on women wearing a man's uniform. 
I don't know if that's true, but if we take it at face value, men and women generally have different roles to play and they have different uniforms to wear. Let's take a moment and pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we do pray in Jesus' name for an end to all violence around the world. We pay for, pray for peace on earth that it would never come to a military draft in the first place. But when that time comes, let our nation's defense be ready. Let the men and women who serve in the military be blessed and let them be eager to fight and, and ready because they volunteered to be there and not because some liberal Democrats had a woke ideology to force teenage girls into involuntary service. Father, we pray for liberty in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly, I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and thank you for donating, especially at these holiday times. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and give your best donation today. If you give before December 31st, your gift is tax deductible in this calendar year. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 16, every man shall give as he is able to give according to the blessing of the Lord your God which he has given to you. If you need prayer today, pick up the phone and call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word donate to 720-573-0305. 
You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 